There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the fangirl zone. Hello everyone and welcome back to the fangirl zone. I am Sean Fangirl S and joining me today is Jess. And we are talking Preacher episode 8 or 9, however you're looking at it. I don't want to argue about this anymore. I know. But we're episode to argue about. Alright, anyway, this is episode entitled Finish the Song. So, we finally get information on what the heck is going on in Ratwater. Right, yeah, why we're, why we're going to two different towns and why nothing makes any sense and we're 200 years in the past and some change. Yeah, it was like a little more than 200. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're in 81. I wish. <laughs> yeah. Big hair. Uh... Yeah, so we have the cowboy, who I later find out was called the Saint of Killers. I had no idea about this. Um, apparently he's a big, big thing in the books, and I guess we need to hurry up and read the books. But also found out that the books started a whole different area, different time. Okay. So the books start after this first season ends, basically. Okay. So, so this is almost like a prequel. Yeah. That's kind of To cool. give everybody a background who did not have the information from not reading the books, kind of like us. And I found that out from watching Talking Preacher. It's like, oh, okay, now Fun that fact. makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. But we're back with the cowboy going into the saloon, and it's... Uh, he's confronting the preacher, I guess, that was the one who killed his horse. And... Oh my gosh. It, it was a little disturbing because he wasn't saying anything. And the preacher, knowing what he did, yeah, was just like, well... Maybe not knowing how it, how it turned out, though. Maybe not knowing that the delay caused the cowboy to lose his wife and child. Oh, that's true. But, but knowing you're basically an asshole. Right. And, uh, and then he's like, oh, all you need to do is be forgiven. Do declare you, do your... You, yeah. Yeah. Declare your love for Jesus, or, you know, basically the exact opposite of Quinn Cannon. Denounce him. No, just... Right. You know. And kind of the the opposite of what he just did, you know? It's like, oh, you don't want revenge. But you just shot the man's horse, like, within however many days. Right, exactly. And you're like, oh, no big deal. Apparently he thought he was totally fine because he was in this bar with all these people, or in the saloon. It's a bad assumption. Really bad assumption. Yeah, well... Especially... When he's going around saying he's the butcher of Gettysburg, he killed 75 men, 75 men, I can't even talk, with his bare hands. Okay, you're saying what he just did. Well, not just, but what he did. You're you're speaking to the character of a man. And you shot his horse. Yeah. So you really pissed him off. But you're going to be like, yeah, and I'm cool because I'm in a room with less than 75 men. Hmm, maybe no. Maybe well, and he, he doesn't even need his bare hands. He just shoots them all down, which is... It was it was disturbing because, yeah, I mean, Cowboy pulls out his guns and he's like, tells the one guy to finish the song because he was singing, which I don't know what the song is. I feel like I should know that song. Yeah. 
it's one of those things like it's like back of your head. You feel like you know it, but I don't think I really do. I don't think so. Maybe it's just like a familiar Maybe it's tune. like the tune, yeah. Yeah. So maybe it was in a foreign language or something, but it's one of those things that are like just kind of wriggling in my head. I'm like, what is that? And I kept thinking that maybe that was the song that um, the angels had for Genesis, but that it didn't sound anything like that. No, no, no. The wink and blink and nod, I don't think yeah. so. So, uh, Cowboy basically takes everybody out. After he throws down an American flag filled with heads, and I did not know where the heck the heads came from, it was the kids from the school. Right. So he's basically killed the entire town. I was really disturbed. It was a weird, weird thing. Like It was. Like, you took my child, I'll take all of yours. I don't even know which one's yours. I'm killing all of them just <sighs> to make sure I get the right one. It is the way I took it. It was very, very dark. It, oh, wow. Yeah, it was. And then, well, everything around him goes dark because there's a storm coming and there's, like, everything shaking. So it's like, is it an earthquake? Is it a tornado? We don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And this repeats. It keeps going back. It keeps repeating. And we have no idea why this keeps repeating mm-hmm. until the end, which we'll get to that. We won't jump ahead. But we had this happen a lot through the episode. And it was really not understanding why this was so important. Right. It didn't seem... Yeah, there, it didn't seem to be explained. We never really got any context. Was... I was thinking this whole time, maybe this moment was the beginning of Genesis. That's what I kept thinking, because, you know, he was so angry. He had the two extreme sides, you know, where he had his family and he loved them and he was happy with them and he was going to do whatever he could to help save his child, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you have what they were calling the Butcher of Gettysburg, which we've seen that side in the saloon. All right. Well, and you know, I feel like I, I was going towards it totally different, and we discussed a little bit in one of our earlier podcasts where I was thinking the reason all this was relevant was that this, like, whatever horrible thing had happened was the beginning of Anvil. Mm-hmm. That that Ratwater had become Anvil, and they were showing, like, the, the kind of evil beginnings and how, like, there was blood soaked into the ground, and it just sort of weirdly affected the town. But obviously, I was incorrect, because that's nothing to do with it. It's more to do with... But it kind of is, I think, at the same time. Because in the finale, which we'll talk about, the tree is the same. Yeah. So it is Anvil. It's, but yes. Ratwater seemed to be closer to uh, where the church was. That's true. So maybe it's like the weird energy coming off of the property is what actually pulled Genesis there. And Jesse grew up there, and maybe that was part of it too. And I don't know. There's a lot of ifs because we don't know. Um, when we get when we get to the part about the end of the church, how the church ends up, remind me. I heard a song the same week, and there was a line in it, and I want to tell you because it's so perfect. But I don't want to skip ahead again for anyone who has not watched the last episode. We're gonna come back to this. We'll circle around to that. Um, we have the angels again, who. Fjord and DeBlanc. Apparently you can go to travel agents and request a one-way trip to hell. You know what's funny is hell's actually an island. And my gra- grandmother has been there. In yes, 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 again, yes, yes. That's... No, and they have, like, giant, giant tortoises or turtles there. I think so. I know yes, I'm 100% there. sure of this. I've actually been there as well. <laughs> it was very scenic. It was so nothing... Jess has gone to hell. It was nothing at all like, <laughs> you know... What we're assuming What we're assuming, yeah. No red guy with the pitchfork. Yeah. No Dante, you know? Uh, it, it was kind of funny, though, because the woman, 
you know, she's like, I don't know why you think I can get you there. Obviously, they know what's up. They figure it out, whatever. They talk to her. But when she's going to book their travel, why did she have to cover up the bird? Could <laughs> did you notice tell, that? Could the bird tell someone? I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. I'm like, well, she just doesn't want the, the bird to know what she does. She's like, don't look at me. It was very interesting. It was weird. This whole show is weird. I it's, love it, though. Yes, so. It was a little strange. Um, Tulip had reached out to Emily this episode, too, to come help. Care for Cassidy. Yeah. And I love when she's like, do you freak out? You look like you freak out. So do you freak out easy? Do you freak <gasps> out a lot? And no. Emily's just like, what? <laughs> and Tulip just tells her, yeah, he's a vampire. He's not healing. We're, he needs blood. I'm feeding him aminal. Animals. And and don't go to such animals. and such. Don't go to such and such animal store because they're on to me. <laughs> oh god, I can't tell. Okay. Um, and then she's like, "I gotta go kill somebody." What? She's my she's my girl crush forever, man. Like Tulip, I love her. I don't know. I didn't know this all about myself, <laughs> but like for real, Tulip is everything that I never knew I always wanted. I do like Tulip in this a lot, and I love how blunt she is. She doesn't have time for playing around. She doesn't have time for games. She's not lying to you. Because she was talking, kind of talking smack to Emily. You know, you have her come over. You've basically brought her into your world. And you're telling her what's up. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, bye. Oh, yeah, and Jesse can be your boyfriend. I don't care. Well, you know what? That, what's so and funny like, and honest about, like, she's been so baldly honest about everything else. Mm-hmm. That to say, oh, nothing's going on with me and Jesse, and if you want Jesse, whatever. Like, she's... Okay, either we're saying that this is, she's, that she's lying about this and the way she feels. And maybe, she, or maybe she's not lying about the way she feels, but maybe she's just like, I'm pushing all that aside because he's not willing to, like, be the man I need him to be. He's not the same Jesse. Mm. Or, very baldly, she's like, you know what? He's given up on me. I'm out. You know? In which case, you know, you kind of have to believe that Tulip really is... Capping out? If, if this is the kind of man he's going to be... Sorry, preacher, I don't want a part of it. You know, I can't... This is not the kind of man that Tulip needs. Mm-hmm. So, if he can't be awesome and, like... You know, it's almost like she needs a perfect mix of Jesse. Jesse, the man he was, and freaking Cassidy. Because Cassidy, you tell him, I'm going to Albuquerque to kill a man who killed my child. And he's like, let me bow down in your presence. Like, <laughs> please allow me to worship the ground you're standing on. So... I feel like she knows that if he's going to continue and perpetuate this, like, myth of himself, mm-hmm. that she can't be any part of it. Because if she's going to be this honest to somebody she doesn't even like, probably, she just feels a little mild camaraderie with, then how can Jesse lie about every single part of himself? Like, the tr- how truly, like, the true person that he is. Because we know that this preacher, like, the reason he's drinking so hard is because he can't stand himself. Right. Because of what he's done in the past. Yeah, exactly. Which we didn't get everything. No. We started to. We got a we bit. Started and, and, more. Well, and we know that he's not, I mean, he's not a violent man for violence's sake. Right. He's trying to make a living. Like, <laughs> he's living a life of crime. I'm not against it. I'm just, you know, but he, but he's willing, clearly, to to be violent in the service of both, you know, surviving and this man who Tulip really believes should die. Mm-hmm. Although, I've heard that there's some different like opinions on the like miscarriage or whatever, because Several people have said that in the books it's more implied that he's actually really, really, like, he does something that there's no question it is responsible for the, the death of the child. Carlos? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, where it's not ambiguous, and this it's ambiguous, would she have 
miscarried anyway, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We're assuming and we're we're with Tulip assuming that yes, it's you know the stress is causing this. Mm-hmm. But we can't really we don't really know that you know. But either way, she's blaming Carlos no right. matter what. Right. So she didn't care if it was going to happen. Whatever. Right. That's yeah. that's the point. In in the books, they like I've talked to talk, several people who've said it's more in the books it's implied more fully like either he beats her or something. There's something that mm. happens physically okay. where there's no question. It is this, it is this it, action. It is his fault. Okay. So I don't know. I wonder, I wonder how maybe they just didn't, maybe ABC was just like, or AMC was just like, that's too far. We're taking it too far. Well, yeah, because you've had other shows, um, which actually go right to the limit, which surprised me. A lot of these shows will push it now with, with this kind of mm-hmm. incident well, well, maybe on they magicians that- on sci-fi. Oh, okay. Um, there was a god that tricked the one girl and ends up raping her. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't know what's happening because is she suddenly becoming pregnant or what? And they went as far as with when that happened to have um, the rape uh, rape crisis line before and after the show. Okay. And they had people from the crisis center actually tweeting with them on the shows. We'll see. Yeah, I so, just wonder. I mean, it's just interesting. And AMC will push. Will really. Well, push well, that's the thing. I wonder. Like, okay, obviously we get a, we get away with killing children on Walking Dead all the time, but mm-hmm. there's zombies. Right. You are not killing a child in this case. I mean, there's also the 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 very blurry line is, you know is killing a fetus murder. Sometimes people are tried for this. If they kill mm-hmm. the mom and the mom's pregnant, then they're tried for double murder. Mm-hmm. Or, you know... Well, depending on where you are, yeah. Or is it... Is it just a fetus? can yeah. be... Right. Depending where you are, yeah. Well, somebody in, in Indiana, where we're, like our home base, a woman tried to kill herself, and this happened two or three years ago. She was... She was not successful, obviously. She was tried for feticide because she didn't know she was pregnant and it caused her to, to miscarry. Hmm. And so she's in jail for trying to kill herself. I'm like, that seems great, right? This is exactly what she needs. Okay. But then again, with the way the storyline was, would it have helped push the story along? Well, and that's the thing. Would Jesse have then actually been more amenable to it to begin with. So maybe maybe they just did this because it didn't make sense of the story. Maybe they did it because, hello, we just had a dude drop us a whole bag full of baby heads at people, right. and maybe let's just not. Let's stick with one crazy thing happening. Yeah, yeah, let's keep... Yeah, because, I mean, like you were saying, would Jesse have stopped it? I, I think the way they were showing him, the way their relationship was, if Carlos had physically caused mm-hmm. her to lose the baby... Jesse would have stopped at nothing. Would have beat him to death. Yeah. There would have been no... They would have hunted him down. It would not have mattered. I agree. I agree. Whereas the way they do this, they can bring it around where it's like, yes, we've lost the baby. We've done horrible things. Mm Mm-hmm. So do I repent and try to become a preacher and try to, you know, go back to what my dad said I should have done in the first place? Mm Mm-hmm. Or do I stay on my quote-unquote wicked ways? So I think not having. I don't think you can unquote. Do I don't think you need to quote unquote wicked ways, wicked ways. when they're when they're stealing stuff from. Oh, that's you know, true. And had that very strange item. Who puts that item in a, a safety safe deposit, deposit box? box? Well, I guess somebody who doesn't want to know. It's very odd. Anyway. I love the. That's like lady, lady in the, in the tram. tram. <laughs> Both our butts. That is what I want on my tombstone. What the crap? Oh my god, that would be did awkward. Seth Rogen find to your this? Child did later. Seth Rogen find this in like a flea market? And he's like, I have an idea. 
I don't know. That was just very strange. No, no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, let, let's skip. I think we like totally jumped like way, way ahead. <laughs> Actually, I think we jumped into the next episode. Sorry, guys. Hopefully, you've seen it by now. We're behind. Yeah, we're Hopefully, really you've behind. seen it. Um, let's come back to Anvil, shall we? <laughs> Jesse's on the run from the law. High preacher, and then. That way, I love that. That was right. this whole this whole situation with this this episode, next episode was hilarious. Yes. it was comedy gold. I love that he's like eating pancakes with two members of his congregation mm-hmm. who apparently live under a bridge. Mm-hmm. They're not asking for anything from him. No, they're just sharing what they have, mm-hmm. and they're very nice about everything. You know, they're not like, I don't have any money. I'm homeless. No, they're like, you know. You've done so much for us. Let us give you pancakes. And here, you want some syrup? <laughs> well, you know what? I feel like I feel like the people who... And you know what? I don't know. This is not, you know, obviously. But in my, in my experience, my personal life, I feel like the people who have the least amount of anything, the people who are on hard times and who are, like, not doing what the world would say is that great are the ones that are more likely to share with you than the people who are. Mm, that's true. Like, I feel like if we're all suffering together, we're trying to take care of each other, the people who aren't helping us are, like... The one percenters and the Waltons are like more worried about their six billion dollars and tax breaks than the fact that people are starving. That's true. So, so that didn't surprise me at all. Oddly enough, that seemed natural to me. But that led to a phone call to Tulip. Yes, and Lil Je- Miss Tulip. Yes, Jesse explaining to Tulip that I had pancakes, and, and it made when me we think. had pancakes, and you wanted M and M's in your pancakes, and and this whole long thing, and you just see her sitting. And you don't know if she's listening, if it's a whole different thing, or... And then when they pull back, she's sitting with Carlos, who's all tied up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, interesting. See, I think she was done until this phone call. Yeah, that she totally... She was was gone, she was taking care of business, and she hears this, she hears his voice, and he... He can always pull her back. He makes her wonder if maybe he deserves another chance, another shot at this... And so she does. She's like, I just love her. I love her in every conceivable way. Um, but but then we go back to Emily, and Emily is, I mean, this episode is like, how how is this even real life? <laughs> she, well, it's not here. She uh, was so calm. Knowing that there's a vampire, she's seen him it's after totally she fine. threw in a guinea pig, which, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I'm really surprised we didn't get a no animals were harmed in the making of this episode. We should have. But no, so she's she's holding the little bunny. Yeah, at one point. And then she decides, I really like this bunny. I don't want to kill it. Who can I kill instead? And who does she call? That really surprised That surprised me. the shit out of me. Because, holding yes, she calls Miles. She's pretending to stroke a bunny. I'm holding, I'm holding a little imaginary bunny. Very soft. So... He's at Quinn Cannon's office. Why is he so chummy with Quinn Cannon? You just covered up a murder of three people. Probably because you can't get anything that done in that town without Quinn Cannon. He's right. a, he's the mayor in name only. Yeah. There's a weird rustling match happening in his office. And he answers the phone from Emily. And Emily's like, you have to help me. He got out. He's going to kill me. And I'm like, who is she talking about? And then I'm like, wait. She's there with Cassidy. I'm like, wait a minute. Would Cassidy kill her? Well, and it, and I'm sorry. We've seen Cassidy move. If she's running from him, she's dead. Like, he's a... Well, he's Miles a, doesn't know anything. Yes. But Miles doesn't know anything. She could be... It could be some random, you know, 
vagrant or whatever. Right, because she says that she's at Walter's house. Right, so... so maybe he's thinking Walter's Walter had some crazy. bad meth gone crazy. Look, he's or a drunk. He's, he's a drunk, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's, like, Who knows? fully gone over the edge. Who knows? So, so he runs over. And this was seriously... I could not believe this happened. Because he's looking, and he looks in the room where Cassidy is, and he's like, oh my god. And I thought it was... I thought she was already dead. Emily, yeah. No. She pushes him in, shuts the door, and locks it. And we hear... <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Basically the vampire equivalent. So I was uh, really shocked. I think I sat there with my mouth open like, I can't believe she did You know that. what, though? Oddly enough, maybe he getting out early like was the best. Like, him not having to worry about what happens next. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, it, it saves Cassidy. She oh. saved all the animals. God. There's a lot of animals. I just could not believe... I they was... Weird that was one of the biggest shocks of the, the episode for me. That, and I, even the next episode, I wasn't as surprised with a bunch of the stuff that happened as I was with that. Oh, you know what, though? I, I was surprised about something else, but not as surprised. And what... This one, it, it did throw me, though. Because mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I thought... And then I... Okay. Let me back that up, because I can't complete a sentence, obviously. I thought that maybe when she told Tulip, she's like, oh... Yeah, he's my boyfriend. And then he was like, she was just going to be like, okay, this is it. This is my relationship. Jesse's not going to happen. Yeah. But after this happened, I thought it was because Miles decides to stay on the phone with her. Well, you know, maybe I'll stay over and the kids can see me this time. I'm going to stay over. Like, maybe he was pushing it, even though they probably had this relationship for how long? Yeah, who even knows? And he doesn't seem like the type to, like, dig his feet in and say, I'm making a decision and that's it. He's not an ultimatum type of guy, it doesn't seem like. Yeah, but he covered up a murder, or a couple murders, so at this point maybe he's like, ah, you know, he reminds was me of, fine. He reminds me of someone we used to work with who was so, like, absolutely, like, averse to conflict that he wouldn't, he just ignored everything. And that's what I think, that's what I think Miles was. Like, a nice guy who literally could not stomach the idea of conflict with anyone. So he just sort of keeps going. Everything just keeps going. Until he's not moving Until anymore. he's not going. That's <laughs> very sad. He was a nice guy. He, the nice guys in this movie, in this show, do not last. It's like Game of Thrones. Right. It's like Game of Thrones set in Texas. If you have any kind of moral compass... You're dead. Goodbye. Although I wouldn't exactly say that was a moral compass with him, but... No. He, at least, he wasn't a complete jerk. Right. Let's Precisely. go that way. Let's jump back to the Sundowner Hotel, shall we? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So the sheriff is called because he goes into the government guy's rooms, which is our angels, and there's just blood everywhere. Where are all the bodies, though? I don't know. It's because there's the one in the other room, and then there's one in the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. So there was how many bodies there? Yeah, that's a good question. Like... How did they get rid of them all? It was weird. But before the angels were leaving, the one says, oh, I left the radio on for her. And it, I'm just thinking, what, one of the bodies? And when he goes in the bathroom, you find the other woman, who was the seraphim, without her arms or legs. And, and it, it looks like they were burned, so she wouldn't bleed out. Right. And all she says is, kill me. And, you know, the sheriff's like, no, 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 you're going to be fine, you're going to be fine. Because obviously he doesn't know what she is. Well, no, and he, you know, yeah, absolutely. But that's what got me confused. I'm like, 
if they seen the big hole and they looked, they see her in the other room dead too. Well, and that's that's my question. That's my question from the beginning. You know, even twins, like they're they're not they're not the 100%. same person. You know, yeah, they're not the exact same person. They're you know their DNA would be identical, whatever. But there would have been like a dozen of her, and you don't have identical octuplets. It doesn't happen. <clears throat> or I don't think it happens. I'm like, what is identical? Twelve. I don't <laughs> it's like, know. Is there even a word for that? I don't. I don't think it exists in humans. Don't like I, if it does. Thank I don't. God, because I would feel so bad for the woman who had twelve. Who accidentally had twelve time. children? Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. She would deserve to never have to work again because she's going to do nothing but work with all those babies. I can't, I mean I can't even imagine having a two year old, one two year old. Twelve. I would just die. Like I would need, you would need two people per child because at that level, like two year olds have like four forearms, like four hidden arms. <laughs> at that level of like collusion and all of them together making mischief, <laughs> like they're like talking and planning. There would be like a CIA level of like, oh my god, they'd be like taking down nations and like <laughs> instituting like puppet governments. It's, selling arms to international you know people it's terrifying all through there children are scared They're play dates anyway i can't believe though that the sheriff kills her he strangles he does. her he does and then she walks away but he doesn't know well he yeah because he pops up she pops up behind him mm-hmm. he didn't see the flash or anything because he's so focused on her and you can see in his face how upset he is about everything yeah why how did i do that why did i even do that like, almost like he wasn't it. even 100% in control. Like, maybe he wasn't. Well, we he's know. really upset, obviously, about not knowing about Eugene. Mm-hmm. Even though he told Eugene maybe he should have finished it. You yeah. know, it's like... Well, it's a, it's a different thing to, to maybe think maybe it would have been... Life would have been easier. And then to think, that's the last thing I said to my child before mm-hmm. he disappeared and God only knows where he is. And then his wife, I'm assuming, had had a breakdown. Because yeah. we just see her, and, and she never seems to be right really functioning. And he knows about Tracy, and he's seen Tracy, mm-hmm. so I'm sure there's a lot of guilt that we don't, you yeah. know, that he's holding, like you said, about what he said to his child, just about the whole incident. Yeah. And so I think it's really interesting, and I, I kind of wanted almost like an internal monologue to be happening at that time, like that we can hear. Yeah. It's really too bad that we don't get a little bit more of that. Right. Like, thought bubbles would be nice. But we get a little bit more next episode. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll skip skip around a bit. Uh, Let me see. Where else are we? Oh, Jesse coming back after hiding out. Mm Mm-hmm. And he sees Emily. I don't know how he ends up at Walter's unless he's just looking for Tulip. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that makes sense. That he goes there, he's talking to Emily, and as she's trying to let the guinea pigs free, and they're just sitting there like, I don't know what to do. I, You don't see herds of guinea pigs. I was born in captivity. Here. What do you want from me? Where's my food? It looked like a wig, though. It's those weird long hair Aww. ones. I know, it's just sitting there like, I'm not going anywhere, lady. Just give me a food pellet. Leave me alone. You don't see herds of guinea pigs. No, okay? they're not, it's not like the world. We don't understand. I don't even know where they came from. If you really say Papua New Guinea, I'm going to punch in the arm. I don't think so. It seems unusual. I don't know where they're from. They're just weird little furry animals. I don't think they're Italian. They make weird little noises. 
Yeah, I don't know. Little rodents. It sounds like a little beaker. Is what it is. Me 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 me. Hmm. Okay. Random thought. Sorry. Welcome to Sean's brain. <laughs> Jesse goes in to talk to Cassidy, and you know Cassidy's like, "Get out." He's like. I'm so sorry. I should have put you out earlier. And okay, and this answers so much of my questions because that's what I wanted to know. Did what happened? Did Jesse just walk away? Because they had left us in the dark about right. that. So I was so excited when Cassidy was like, "You put me out. That's what matters." And he's like, "I should have done it sooner." I know, but it was weird. It seemed like you let me burn, but you put me out, and you're back. All right, we're buds again. Well, and- no, 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 no. I think Cassidy. Like, I think he did. I think he had a moment of. Maybe shock and like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. Wait, here's an, here's a fire extinguisher. And so maybe yes, there was like, or maybe even it had to bring Jesse back from the, you know, none of us were all sinners and we all deserve to die. To wait, this is also my friend. Like maybe there was maybe there was a moment of like clarity. Do I don't I? That he had to that do he it. Had, that he had that he had to come to come back with. from the brink. And. It, He's like, you know, I should have, I should have put you out right away. I should have grabbed that, you know, thing. And as a, as a friend, he's expressing regret. I should have done it the moment I saw you. I should have pushed you back into the, the shadows. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you put me out. That's what's important. He's like, you made your decision, and I know we're in this together now. He's like, I don't. He's like, I trust you, and I'll heal. And more than anything, I know, but I mean, at first he said, get out. And then- I, I thought that was more about I'm still thirsty. Oh, oh, see, I didn't think I'm that. I'm still thirsty. Although I'm kind of shocked that. Uh, I would like some of your blood pressure. Walter was okay hanging out on the couch. Maybe it's because he was so drunk. His blood didn't even register his blood. <laughs> there was so, such a high alcohol content. I don't want to drink that bottle of booze. Like, yeah, I, need, I need sustenance. <sighs> but they kind of bonded over Jesse saying, well, if I killed the mayor, what would you do? I'd help you hide the body. I love that. Right, let's do it. That is me and you, doll. That is me and you. That is how I've always known, like, that Sean was my non-gay soulmate. Like, just... Your hetero life. My mate. actual... She is the Ben Affleck to my Matt Damon. Okay. Only she has even better hair. And I'm just saying, like, that's how I knew. I'm like, this this chick is right or die, and this is the person I want in my corner. And I love that they had that moment, because I feel like you need that after all the drama that's been going on and how crazy everything's been. Like, we need to know that there's no weirdness between the two of them. But I thought it was funny because Cassidy was probably, like, the way I felt, like, the scene was going. It's like, oh, wait, this is way too, way too mushy. He's like, so, do we shag or something? And then they laugh and they're well, like, Well, he's, okay, I mean, he's so, he's so Irish. I mean, he's like, is this where we, we kiss or we're punching each other? Like, what's happening next? Because <laughs> that's how this goes. We're drinking, we're punching each other, we're making out. <laughs> Like flat out, we've all we've already been naked together. So, just saying, I've seen you in your knickers. I just thought that was funny. It was great. That 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 whole exchange was worth this entire episode for me. Right. It was my absolute favorite part of this. Although then we do get, uh, we get you know obviously their conversation. I need angel hands. Cassie's like, I can get you some. Like I can procure you those. But then he is when he calls Tulip and says. It's just you to the end of the world, which of course reminds me of to the end. Captain America saying, oh. I'm with you to the end of the line, Pat. Well, actually, it was Bucky that said that. And then Captain, like, stole it and said it to the Winter Soldier. But I'm with you to the end of the world. I'm like, yes. That's what happens. It brings them back. And she's just like, you know, douchebag. I was this close to killing this dude. Right. But you had to go and get your freaking, like, you know, heart back. And now I've got to <laughs> figure out a way for us to get back together. You suck. You suck. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then she just puts him in her trunk. Right. Drives off into the sunset. And she's headed back to Anvil. Um, Which I think is just funny. Yeah, from Albuquerque. Right. Because then, last scene, we've... Well, not the very last. We end up back in Ratwater. Mm-hmm. This is when I was saying it was repeating a lot. And we see the angels all of a sudden come through a door. Again, dressed all wrong for the period. Right. And Not so the same this clothes. is when we find out, okay, this is hell. This is hell. You are reliving the worst experience you've ever had over and over and over again. And hello, we want you to kill someone. Yeah, because who was it? The Blanc, the shorter one, was saying, we have they, a job well, for you. Come with us. And he gets shot. Yes. And he didn't pop right back. No. Which makes me wonder if he will ever. Is Yes. Well, but Fiore didn't seem upset. Well, he was shaking, though. And earlier in the episode, when they got on the bus and he couldn't take his trunk, because he's like, but what about my comics? Which I thought was funny. It was adorable. And we have no. to block, say, um, just leave him, dear. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, are they together? Because we also had, well, if we go back to heaven, we'd be separated forever. But it wouldn't be hell. So I didn't even think like they were a couple. I thought it was just like it might be like the odd. Co- it could be. It could be that. It could also be just that they are. They're so. They've been together for so long. Watching Genesis, they've been so close to. You know, for mm-hmm. millennia that sure. they can't bear to be apart. Which I mean, it makes perfect sense either way. I like either story. I'm cool with either one. Um, but you know what? I feel like didn't at the end we see, the one that was alone, with the. Back with the comic books yes. sitting? Yeah, Fiore. Fiore, um... So maybe we don't... I mean, maybe DeBlanc is now in heaven. Maybe DeBlanc is dead for real. Oh. But, like, the other angel kept re- reanimating, and he did as well. I wonder if there's something special, like you get killed in heaven or hell, you're done. Oh, maybe. But nobody said anything about that, we don't know. That's purely speculation on my part. I don't know, I'm just wondering. Yeah, because at the end we have Fiore getting off the bus from hell, sitting back on his trunk. And he's all covered in dirt. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on. But we have the tree that was in Ratwater. Like I said, we flash now to present Anvil. There's a tree again, and that's where Cassidy had the buried angels few. buried. So they were pulling that up and burying Taking Miles out of hand, and everybody else. Taking out of hand. the mayor. And Once. the animals. Oh, yeah. God. I know. That was just weird. There's a lot of burying going on. This episode was... It's, like, chock full of so much stuff, and then the, the next one is even even more exciting. So, like... So... I can't get over this season. It's I know. fantastic. I'm glad we're getting another season. Yay! And so, for real, by next episode, or next season, we will have the comics that I've purchased read, because it wouldn't have made sense anyway. Well, I'm, and I'm glad that we waited, that now knowing that they are... They're it, future. They're future tense. Yes. And the show, the show is a prequel of sorts up to this point, so... To give information to people like us who had none. Yay. So, we always want to hear from you guys. want to hear your thoughts on everything. So, fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Check out the website, www.fangirlzone.com. We have shopping links that don't cost you anything, but I'm getting more coupons. I keep trying to put those up. Right now, all I have is for the California Wine Club. But it's a wine Why? club. It's wine. But there's a lot lot that we have on there. A lot of geeky t-shirts, which Yay! I love. Amazon, of course. I need a new Hawkeye t-shirt. I've decided that's my new, like, obsession is Hawkeye. We have... What else do we have on there? TBD, To Be Dressed. Yes. Which is men, women, and children. And the books. 
Put me in the book. Put me in the story. You can't have enough books, and you certainly can't have enough books that are personalized for your children. Yes. Such a great idea. All right. So make sure you check out everything. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If you hear something coming that you're like, oh, my God, these two would just go stupid for, send it to us. We want to watch it. Yes. I know there's a lot out there, a lot of new shows coming on Hulu and Amazon Mm -hmm. and Netflix. So if you hear about something first and we haven't talked about it, let us know if you want to join us on one of those. Would love that. And as always, keep sending Jess stuff on Tumblr. I I am following and tracking the Preacher Podcast uh, tag, and I I still follow all the old Almost Human stuff. Like, if you're still, like, mad they canceled Almost Human, I'm there. Um, And I feel like... I'm always looking for new fan art, new fan fix. If you have anything you'd like us to recommend, we'll do it on, on air. We we'll love put it on our Facebook love page. it. Yes, absolutely. FG Zone. All right, then, for this episode of Preacher on the Fangirl Zone, I am Sean Fangirl S. I'm Jess. And until next time. We'll see ya.